Okay. It's a little trick I learned uh, from uh, YouTube. Yeah. You have to clap. Just to clap, just to sync the video yeah. and the audio. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how I try to start, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Zara. Yes. We have known each other for a long time. A very, very long time. It almost, I, I almost don't remember how long. We It, were, that's how far back. I think we were like late teenagers, right? Like... I think 18 so. or something like that. Because I still remember it had something to do with university, yeah. early university, that kind of thing. It was, an, it was that, that awkward stage in our lives. It, <laughs> being, was, it was being turning into an adult. <laughs> I just so. remember you were like, you were friends with a bunch of friends that I knew, but I think we knew each other from MSN. Oh my was God. That, was that a thing? <laughs> I think so. I think so too. That think, was so, we were very um, advanced. This I is think. a pre Facebook yeah. friendship. I mean, yeah. this is uh, old school. <laughs> this dates back to pre 2007. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, MSN. Was it ICQ? No, that was way, way No, that was before. I'm showing my age. So no, no, that's I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that was way before that. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm so glad to finally have you. I thought we, we've spoken about this quite a few times over the yeah. past couple of months. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm really happy that you are here finally yeah well thank you so much for having me i know it was tough <laughs> to get a hold of it me, was yeah you're not very responsive on whatsapp <laughs> i'm the worst or twitter <laughs> or anything I'm, or facebook messenger i don't know how i function in life but yeah but <laughs> i'm mean, here now <laughs> well you're here now that's good that's really good um so i just want to uh introduce you to the world mm. and by the world whoever's watching or listening <laughs> i mean i don't know how many people that is but um but yeah so you are a Fashion blogger <laughs> yes. slash Instagrammer yes. slash I'm going to call you content creator. Yes, I right? prefer that. Over I feel that's a good yeah. term to use. Yeah, fashion content creator. How long have you been doing this? Because I remember we've had a conversation around 2012, mm -hmm. I believe, where you were in London mm -hmm. and I was uh, approaching you because I was thinking of starting a website yes. that sold. Um, you know, like fashion items or whatever. And yeah, I remember that you were doing something with fashion and whatever. Yeah. And then you sort of like, uh, and that's, I remember that's when you started dabbling with this thing. So uh, tell me your story and how, how you started there. Yeah, it was way before then. Uh, actually, in January, it'll be nine years that I've been doing this. Which wow. Is, can't believe it's that long. But yeah. Um, Perseverance. Yeah, I don't know how I stuck to it. I never <laughs> stick to anything. I get bored really easily, but I kind of stuck to this and I love it. It's changed a lot throughout the years because, you know, technology and stuff. Uh -huh. But um, it was really strange. I mean, I began out of like, just out of nothing because my background has nothing to do with fashion. Right. I studied computer science and graphic design at university. So it was just like a whole other world for me. Uh, so back in 2009, I decided, you know, it's time for me to like say what I want to say. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I started the blog. Um, Which is just Leila? Well, it used to be called... Well, I did my research before, and that's why I came up with that name. It used to be called Leila Loves Fashion, uh -huh. because, again, as a computer science geek, I knew that, like, for search engines, you have to have the word fashion in to really get your name out there for SEO and stuff. Okay. But I hated the name. Okay. That's why it's now changed to just Leila. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyway, so I started that. I was working in an art gallery called Teshkil. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I used to be their in-house graphic designer. Okay. And, like, slash everything else. Uh, so I started it then in 2009, and then in 2011, I moved to London for my MA. Okay. 
And that was when it kind of started picking up. It was still a hobby. It was never anything about making money or making it into a business or anything like that. Um, and then in London, everyone loves everything about Dubai and Dubai loves everything about London. So it kind of worked out and it just started to pick up a little bit. And then once I was done, I moved back to Dubai in 2014 and then it just oof, like exploded. But you hadn't been on Instagram to, to or no, when did you get on that? No, Instagram, I was quite late on it. Um, I don't even remember when I when I joined Instagram, but I never really took it that seriously because I was focusing on the website and did that on its own was taking up so much time. So and and back then Instagram wasn't that big thing that everyone was talking. It was social media wasn't a thing. Right. So I wasn't really. It was like Facebook, a little bit of Twitter, uh, but no Instagram. Right. So I got into that late. So that's why it's a bit. It's kind of slow. So do you do this full time? Um, you know, at one point I did, but uh, I'm a graphic designer, so I still freelance. As okay. A graphic so yeah, I guess you could say I balance the two. Right. Um, I also do content creation for brands. Ah, okay. Well. So what okay. I do for myself, I do for brands for their uh, local accounts here. Okay. Okay. So I do stuff cool. Like so you gave me a lot here to work with. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so just like break it down. Yeah. Um, so I remember I was uh, I was telling you earlier yeah. that my wife was telling me she's like you know how many followers does she have and everything, and I was like yeah seventeen thousand and then she's like no she's actually near hundred thousand, <laughs> which I thought was crazy though no but I, just, I mean you're being humble yeah you know? <laughs> you're just being humble right now, yeah. uh, but how did you jump from I mean it's kind of a short period of time if you're saying you got into Instagram a little bit late yeah and then you jumped from like let's say zero to nearly 100k yeah. in what I seems to be like about, a couple of years uh, no way more I think it would be probably four years four years okay four years. well I've been on Instagram for like this long and I just hit the 1000 so because yeah. so. I remember taking it seriously which is, which is good mm. and, you know you it's there's there's like a whole thing you have to do to really get into Instagram and it, it is it's tough it's not just about posting a picture and then you're done you right know? um but yeah, it, it's I'm actually one of the slow ones. Like I'm going to be honest, you know, there are people with like millions, and I'm like, how how did that happen? But um, um, what was your question again? Sorry. No, I mean, like, how like do you feel like you like the 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 process of like yeah. investing in Instagram and putting this much effort into it? Do you have like I mean, that's what I want to know. So not just fashion bloggers but everyone yeah. and also like honestly like full disclosure my wife is also like she's building her personality on Instagram and yeah. everything you know so this is not just for fashion bloggers but just in general yeah how much of your day and your time it goes into planning that yeah. Instagram post and like what goes through your mind when you like put it out there yeah. and you know as a person that has nearly like 100k like how do you feel like okay i'm gonna put out there a post yeah. and like do you plan your post ahead of time and like the hashtags and all that kind of stuff yeah. so how do you like go about <laughs> doing these things and it well, doesn't tire you out because you you freak out right like when dude, you put a post out there do you're you like, not see the dark circles <laughs> under my eye no i mean social media has become a pain <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because it's like a whole other thing to deal with it's right. become like a monster i'm i'm being completely like transparent and honest with you yeah uh, initially it was really fun but it's not instant anymore uh-huh. you know it's it's people really pre-plan everything and i right. think it's taken away from the fun of instagram but um, as with any business, you know, you kind of have to hustle with it. And yeah, it takes like what with what I do is I, I try to pre-plan as much as I can mm-hmm. uh, with what I will be posting. I have certain hours that I post that gets bet- a better um, um, like 
engagement yeah depending on when people are on right but all of this again i've worked so hard to kind of get the schedule down for myself but mm-hmm. then now with the new algorithm that's come out that's completely messed up everything so okay. again i'm trying to figure it out and see <clears throat> excuse me how i can take that schedule and revamp it to work with the new algorithm right so, right so um yeah so i pre-plan my my images um do I, you, sorry do you feel like so what kind of audience do you feel that responds to you the most? Or is there like some kind of like other bloggers where you're like, oh yeah, I want to be like that person? Or is that uh, something that you... It's different. I think everyone's different. You know, uh, the ones that do really well, well are the ones that really bring out their personalities and everyone's different. And mm-hmm. I think that's what makes them successful. If you're going to just copy someone else's, you know, and it's so saturated, especially with fashion, that you really need to have like a niche or something about you that stands out. Right. And I honestly think, you know, you don't have to sit down and think, oh, what's so different? It's just be yourself. And that's different on its own. Mm-hmm. Like you can really go far with that. Um, consistency is definitely key. Like you have to be consistent with your posting. So people know that if someone's following you, they know that, you know, you will be posting today and they will look forward to it. So if you're if you're really like, you know, one day you post, two days you don't. And stuff. Yeah. People kind of forget about you. Especially okay. now with the algorithm, you need to keep posting to be relevant. Okay. Um, what else can Man, I say? I, I post like once a month. Yeah. So <laughs> you you know, yeah. Maybe that explains why. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> and it's, again, it's all like math and stuff, you know? So like, if you don't post too much, then people don't like it as much. And then when people don't like it, they won't show up on their news, on their news feed. And then, you get kind of get lost in all the noise. So right. You really have to keep pushing yourself out there. It's well, it's just it's crazy intense. to me that it's become a business. Yeah, I know? get I get brands asking me to post more on my Instagram than the blog. Right. They're like, no, 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 we don't want the blog. We just want on Instagram. And I'm like, you know, with Instagram, it's just one image, but with the blog, you can say so much more. There's so much more to write. That you can use so many more pictures, and it will always be online. It's searchable. You know, you go on Google, you can search, and it comes up. But with Instagram, once you post another picture after that, that's it. That's old news. No one wants to talk about it. No one wants to see it. Right. You can't go and search for it. You have to literally flick through millions of pictures to find it. So I mean, I just think it's crazy. Like since the inception of Instagram, mm-hmm. that a new industry was born. Oh my God. You yeah. know, uh, and the industry of uh, content creators mm-hmm. and influencers was born. And I hate that word. I, I, well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I was talking to my wife about it yesterday and I was thinking that, honestly, it works. You know what I mean? It does yeah. work. I mean, it depends how the brand uh, uses yeah. uh, the influencer. Approach, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I don't like the word influencers. Maybe c- I think, listen, I think if someone says, okay, you know, you're an influencer, Okay, I'll take it. Thanks. That's really great. I influence. But if you are like, dude, I'm an influencer. Yeah. Like, like, no. Hello. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You kind of like who you're influencing. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my little cousin influences me in certain things that make her an influencer. I right. don't know. You know. It just. I guess we're all really, influencers in some yeah, way. In some way, <laughs> but I think it's about being humble about it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy though. I mean, like you think about it. There's so many, so many people who have like. They don't work anymore, and they just do Instagram. And honestly, good for them. Like it's and it's uh, it's amazing because they're yeah. getting to do something that they love. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, they're selling that content to to brands and yeah. so on. Um, and it's it has become an industry, yeah, which is which is crazy. And uh, you know, I see people like I mean, like yourself. I mean, I don't know how how do you balance out you know you, the business aspect of your Instagram because obviously you have that approach, right? Yeah. You want. Yeah, I mean, you want to do something that you love, but at the same time, you want to sustain it. Yes. And you want to make a living out of it. Yeah. So what's the right balance, though, between branded content and 
just generic mm-hmm. like stuff that you love yeah. to put out there because I'm seeing a lot of influencers or content creators yeah. <laughs> uh, who just like it's become like out of ten posts. Yeah, like yeah. eight of them are ads, yeah. which is like, come on, like it prompts me to unfollow you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so the whole point of being an influencer, air quotes, right. <laughs> is that you know you what you say, people, you know, understand it and want to do the same thing you're doing, buy the same things that you're buying. That's how you're influencing people, right? And and I think it all started off with bloggers where people started going to them, then going to magazines because they were like, these are more like, they're real girls or guys. They're people that are just like me and I they're not being paid. They're not advertisers that are paying them to talk about these things. So it's genuine. You know, in right. magazines, you have to include... Uh, your advertisers within your pages, other than the, the the advertising pages itself, within the text and stuff, you have to mention them. So it's a bit more real to follow bloggers. So then that kind of moved on to becoming influencers. And I think people are not as dumb anymore as they used to be. They're like, you know, no, we can tell that this is something that you've been paid for, paid to talk about. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets kind of like, there's like this blurry line about what's real and what's not. And I think if you're someone that, really wants to stay genuine this is the time to do it and like for example when i post i make sure that not every single post is a sponsored post because mm-hmm. then it just looks like i'm just doing it for the money and it's that's not the case right and i'm not saying you shouldn't be charging brands no at the end of the day it's a business at right. the end of the day you're you're making money and if you're someone that's genuine it will show through your work whether you're getting paid or not so like for me i wouldn't agree to something if i genuinely wouldn't be using it or wearing it because then why would i be doing it you know? right and as tough as it is sometimes turning down projects that pay really well because you know i still have to pay my bills um you still you don't want to lose your integrity with your followers and i yeah. think that's that's what's kind of like making this kind of chaos within the social media realm is that people are just saying yes because of the money and losing their integrity and brands are going with those people and people are like no you know we're not dumb, dumb anymore we know what's happening we don't want to we don't listen to these people like why are you working with them so it's it's a bit I mean, it's, it's a bit crazy, yeah. But it's because I was I thought I was talking to a friend of mine um, a couple of days ago, and she was telling me that some of the content creators or influencers um, they sort of like want to cash out yeah. because they know that they have like, for example, two to three years of like fame. Yeah. So they want to cash out on that fame right now, get all the money that they can get, and sort of like retire, kind of thing. But you know, <laughs> you, you look at it in the U.S. For example, or Canada, or the you know like European countries where you, they have proper industries yeah. uh, of content creators who are now millionaires mm-hmm. and like what was his name Jake Paul? Oh yeah, the, the John, kid that came. Yeah, Jake. Uh, Is that his Jake name? Jake Paul. Yeah, and he's a brother. The, the, the blonde guy. guy. He's a, like a comedian. He makes like videos. Yeah. He like, started off with Vine, I think. Yeah, exactly. That guy. So he was in Dubai Mall, but yeah. there was like a huge line outside. People like going crazy. Yeah. It's like, what? Like, what's going on here? It's yeah. like that guy from YouTube is here. Yeah. And honestly, a part of it is like, it makes me happy because it's it shows this new media age that's like breeding these new sort of like content creators, celebrities, yeah. uh, businesses that's. It just happened because of the inception of the internet. Yeah. You know, and it's no longer part of you have to be part of a machine like, mm. you know, a TV industry or Hollywood or yeah. whatever for you to become famous and make money. You just literally need a laptop. Just need a laptop and, and a good personality. Yeah, and that's, that's a, and an idea, right? Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. You know, some people don't even have an idea. They just 
you know film whatever they want and then eventually but then you also have to look at their audience yeah. you know for you especially with youtubers most of their audience are younger kids mm-hmm. that are the ones that become like super fans and they buy all the merchandise and everything so it, i think again if you're a brand that's approaching uh, a influencer or whatever you have to see their audience and if these are the people that you want to target or not right so for example with that jake paul logan 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 something logan just, something it, yeah. logan paul jake logan brother? jake paul Logan Jake? Oh, I don't know. Logan. Let's yeah. just call him Logan. The blonde guy who <laughs> yeah, does these dabbing guy. videos. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the guy. Yeah. So, you know, his his audience are, are really young. Yeah. And I don't know. I think you kind of... It's, it's like a whole thing. And like you said, it's become this entity. So, like, I know, like, you know, advertising agencies are, like, setting up social media um, departments now. Like, there's a department for it. So, yeah. it's clearly something is happening. Right, of course. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it's... it's um, a lot of companies that have digital arms and, and social media arms, which is which is fantastic. I, yeah. I mean, again, it's it's creating jobs. Yeah, uh, it's getting more people um, into the workforce. It's changing the way we work. Mm. Uh, even marketing, like if you look at marketing ten years ago when we first started working. Yeah, I first started working. I don't know, uh, but you, but uh, I don't want to say anything about your age. Or, you know. I'm 21. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, never, uh, get, never a day older than yeah. that. Um, but yeah, like back then there was no. Uh, digital, if, mm. so to speak. Oh, there was obviously internet and stuff, but I remember having a conversation with one of my clients like back in 2007. I was like, you know, we should probably focus on a website. And then he was like, website? <laughs> what are you, a moron? Like, <laughs> yeah. website? Who uses that yeah. website? Well, who's laughing now? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, but that's I think that's very interesting how that entire like mm. this entire ecosystem just was born from that. Um, but even like with YouTube, like mil- they become millionaires and they yeah. become like huge and so on. I remember I tried uh, dabbling with YouTube, but I just couldn't find my voice. Okay. So I tried to do some like vlogging videos. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it was fun. That's your voice. I mean, vlogging, that's the thing. Vlogging it's you, is yeah. Like you. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you don't have to be putting on a show or anything. You just have to be you. But just, it just feels like people are always excited on social media you know like they're always excited always showing their like this, oh my god I'm living an amazing life yeah, and like I was like it's, dude like yeah because it's an escape you know right. people watch it as an escape of the reality point. yeah so you you don't want to be watching someone depressing because that just sucks the life out of you you want to yeah. see you kind of want to aspire to be something you know so you come back from your job which you probably hate I don't know and then you're like you know what I just want to escape and you kind of live vicariously through these people yeah uh, and I think that's why everyone's like super happy and life is great but you know it's not but like it's nice to see that that's a really that's a unique way of looking at it because i actually didn't think of it that way i was thinking it's funny that every vlogger i look at well not every but i mean most of them are always like hey guys how you doing yeah oh my god i'm so excited to be here you know why are you always excited you know like you're always excited uh but then they come out with like one video that's like you guys have something to talk about they show their real side and you're like wow man this guy is real (laughs) and then they start crying (laughs) yeah and you're like yes like this is the life subscribe (laughs) (laughs) this guy's so real but yeah no i i completely agree with you and i think that's that's how 
I think it's a very interesting thing because even with vlogs, even sometimes when you feel it is annoying, you can't help but watch. Yeah. Like I love Casey Neistat. I don't know if you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love his videos. I mean, his editing skills are fantastic. Crazy, yeah. And maybe because I have a love for New York City itself, yeah. so I feel like seeing like seeing his like approach and his life. So, yeah, and his you're editing. vicariously living through him right. in New York City. So, and he's yeah. very. I, I like that he's honest as well. Yeah. So I think that's something that's very important. Of course. Um, that. Having a sense of honesty mm-hmm. in your work, yeah, I think is very important. You have to, yeah. Again, like I said, people are not dumb; like they can see through you. You know, they can right. see exactly when you're faking it, when you're being real. So, and people want real. Yeah, I think I think honesty is a really good thing, and I think that's why I started to focus on, like, for example, all right, maybe vlogging isn't necessarily. Or until I find what I would like to do in a yeah. vlogging world, I'm going to put a hold on it. And which just, is smart. Yeah. Because which, you should be doing it. You should love what you're doing. Once you stop loving it, it's so obvious yeah. in everything you do. So it, people will kind of get that and be like, okay, no, I don't want to watch this. To be fair, though, um, I did enjoy it. So it was really fun because what we used to do is uh, me, my wife, and a couple of friends would go to restaurants yeah. and like we'd try it out and like okay. we'd talk about our opinions on the restaurant. Yeah. I love food. So this was like a really cool thing for me to do. Yeah. Uh, but it just felt that um, I just felt like I was a little uneasy with it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to put it on hold and just figure out what I'd like to do. But at the same time, I know that I loved podcasting and I love talking to people and I love having conversations with people. So I thought this would be the optimum way to do it. Yeah. And I want to do it in a way that's honest. Yeah. Um, like this, like we don't prepare. We just get in front of a microphone. And I know sometimes it's overwhelming. It's like, okay, shit, there's no, like, there great. are lights there. There's, you know. No, but I think that's what makes it exciting is that even when you hear the conversations you have, you know, it's real and you, you learn so much from it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. No, and, and that's what I'm trying to do. And that's, yeah. you know, and that's why I try to get like different people uh, to talk about their interests and so on. So that's, I mean, uh, and I know you started vlogging uh, recently, recently yeah. which honestly, very, very honestly, I really like it. I, really? I was, yeah. I was going through it. I was like, can this be her first couple of vlogs? Like, yeah, those are really good. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, it's been, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, this Insta stories and Snapchat has really helped. I mean, I've been dabbling into starting a YouTube page for years. Like, okay. I think I started it like probably three or four years ago. Okay. But I just, it was so nerve wracking because it was a whole other thing. And like, it's your face that's like moving and you can't really edit too much you right. know, without making it look fake so you had to be real and it was just really nerve wracking for me and even when I started the blog I never wanted to put myself in front of the camera I was always behind with everything I did so even taking that step to put myself in my blog not the vlog the blog was like whoa this is huge I don't know if I should be doing it but that's what people wanted and at the end of the day that's what you're trying to do you're trying to build an audience and you're going to do what the audience want but still sticking to who you are right, right. So it was really tough. But then I was like, you know what? Listen, I'm really behind on everything. And now with Snapchat and Insta Stories, people want video content. And I was like, why not? I had a lot of my friends are really sweet. They're like, you know, your personality really comes out because I'm a big joker and I'm very sarcastic. So <laughs> I was like, okay, fine, I'll try it. But it was, yeah, it's been, I don't know how I did it, but it has It's cool, been. though. Like, it's, it's really, and I was very, um, 
I guess now I understand. Now that you say you are, are a graphic designer, yeah. it makes sense why your editing skills are quite good. Okay, <laughs> so, it's very different. Let me tell you. I understand. Editing. I know that all the graphic designers out there, I understand that yeah. what I said is <laughs> like, it's very ignorant. But what I mean is that, because you have graphics in your video, so like... Uh, yeah, like one pop-up thing. I know. It's so sweet. You but it's, it it's cool. Like it's, it's cool. It's very People cool. You should watch it. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool. I, I Honestly, it's, it's entertaining. Thank you. And uh, yeah, so I think you have a couple of episodes up there. Yeah, so I'm right now I'm just keeping it as a travel vlog, uh, but for the vlogging side, I okay. think I'm not ready yet to like show so much of my life because I do want to do weekly vlogs because so much happens in the fashion industry in Dubai. Right. And everyone's always so curious, you know, there's events, press days, you know, photo shoots. So that's really fun to do. But I think I'm, I'm going to start off and see how it is just doing travel vlogs. So you were in, I think the last one I saw, you were in Italy. Yeah, I was in Venice. You were in Venice. Was that fashion related or is it just no, a... No, it was uh, more with the hotel. So okay. again, traveling. So what I, I try to kind of... So my main thing is fashion and beauty, okay. but I'm including a lot more of travel because that's what I do now. And like I travel a lot with brands uh, to different cities for different occasions. You know, whether it's as part of your Instagram, yeah, like, persona, as part of yeah, right. my okay. blogging Instagram mm-hmm. life. Um, and I'm now trying to do more of travel, but still trying to keep it uh, towards fashion and beauty. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> so for example, if I'm traveling somewhere, I would probably focus on what I would pack or what I would take for my beauty you know because if you're going somewhere cold you would need different types of products for your face it's very yeah. very girly stuff yeah no i understand you it's all good yeah um so i still want to keep to my niche i guess um but travel is what has become a big part of my life and i thought you know why not just start with that because again not everyone can just pick up their you know suitcase and just travel and i thought maybe they could see it through my eye i don't know if they're interested. so how 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 often do you travel i mean so it's been a bit quiet uh the past year because i've been doing going through a lot of different things you know personally and stuff uh but it would be almost like two to three times a month mm-hmm. sometimes bit once in one month i was somewhere different every week wow so yeah it gets and that's so much fun i love that because you learn about a new country a, a brand you really go they take you to the you know hq and they tell you everything about the history and it's so much fun and I these love are learning fashion beauty brands yeah right? fashion beauty brands so yeah i so guess I thought, why not blog? a blogger's life is really cool I, I mean, it's good. I, I'd watch that. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch that. Because you get access to places that you can't, you wouldn't have been able to go if you weren't like working with the brand. So yeah. I think that's exciting to see. I mean, I love seeing that with other bloggers. I still follow YouTubers and bloggers because I love to see what they do. Um, <clears throat> but it is a lot of work. And I don't want to be like, oh, look at us. We're so tired. <laughs> but it is a lot of work. I'm sure. You have to be creating content. They're right. not inviting you there because you're pretty. They're inviting you there because they want you to be producing the content. So, right. You know, you're constantly, I really, I have my cell phone, I have my vlogging camera, I have my big DSLR camera, I have this. So I'm trying to take content for each of these for all the different platforms that I have. So it gets really intense. Yeah. And then you have the full day. So you have an itinerary where the full day is taken up doing this sites and this and that. And then you have to come back and then edit everything because it needs to be up, up, up. And then you still have work that's coming in from back home, all the emails and all the other stuff. So it's it's intense. Like it's great. It looks amazing, and I'm so happy and so honored to be doing this. Yeah. But it's a lot of work. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like, I, when I try to dabble with vlogs, just 
editing yeah. the vlog took some time, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fun to do, but uh, it just took some time. And I can't it's imagine... It's a whole day if you're not so used to the, the exactly. you know, editing. And if you don't have a machine that's responding or whatever, like, yeah. it's just... There's a lot of factors in place yeah. that... I think it takes a lot of determination and it takes a lot of discipline yeah. for somebody to actually build themselves on these social platforms, yeah, you know? So, I, I mean, like, hats off. Thank you. And like I see my wife, for example, she wakes up every morning at 6 a.m. and does one of her like quirky breakfasts and whatever, and she takes pictures. Well, that's and good. Yeah. See, but so, that's why that's why I always say you have to love what you do because if you didn't love what you're doing, there's no way you'd wake up at six o'clock. Yeah. And you're like you know, forget it. Like I'm just gonna take another nap. Or right. Whatever. So you have to love what you do because it takes a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of dedication. So. Well, that's, that's the thing. Good. You know, a lot of people say like, yeah, just do whatever, but I don't. For me, and I agree with you on this, is that I think find what you love yeah, and then go after what you love because yeah. then it's not going to feel like work. It's yeah. going to feel like you're doing something for fun and yeah. you're going to put it out there. Like So, for example, for this um, podcast and the videos I'm putting up on Facebook, I'm focusing on, on Facebook as a video platform because, yeah. um, again, YouTube is very difficult to, to grow. Mm. Um, anybody have tips out there on YouTube? Please <laughs> let me know. But, you know what it is, though, and what I've noticed is that with YouTube, you have to put yourself out there. You have to go on people's accounts and be like, oh, my God, great video. Watch their stuff. You have to be really? part of the community. Yeah. Oh, a lot of big YouTubers, I'm not going to name names, uh-huh. A lot of them did that when they first started, and now they're huge. Really? They would go, and they would support other small YouTubers, and then they would, like, cross-promote each other, or, like, they would comment on their videos, oh, this is great, come check out mine, and they would come check... So it's all about building that community, and I think it's the same also with, with Instagram. You kind of have to... You have to be there. You have to reply to people asking questions or commenting, you know, just to show your appreciation, and then go and support... This is what's missing, right. I feel like, here. Okay. That's a whole other thing. We okay. need a whole other podcast <laughs> because there needs to be that, you need to be part of that community that really supports each other. And I think that's a bit lacking here. Okay. So in what in what sense? I'd love to know I mean, what you think. Again, because it's so saturated, mm-hmm. there's like... Do you think every, it's competitive? Very competitive. Okay. I think it was a little bit better back in the day when I first started. But now that there's so many people, it's become so competitive. Really? so catty and so like Interesting. high school yeah no that's like a whole other side I try not to get involved in any of that stuff just uh-huh. do you know just do your own thing concentrate on your yourself and support who you feel like you should support who are friends and I think it's I believe in karma right yeah yeah <laughs> and if you're nice you know people will be nice and good things will happen so do you feel like it's because the community or the market isn't big so people are trying to take from each other yeah. or and you also have to keep in mind we're um, the Middle East. Uh-huh. So we have, you know, Kuwait, you know, the GCC, and then we have Lebanon and like North Africa and all that stuff. And all the main, the brands, their main offices are in Dubai. Right. So everyone's trying to compete in Dubai. So that's how many countries? Right. That's <laughs> how right. many people? So yeah. it's really competitive. So people are getting a bit nasty when it comes to finding projects and collaborating with brands, you know. Cause do, you, do you work with the... Uh I mean, like managers or agents, or for you, like, do you yeah. have a representative for yourself to speak on your behalf to brands and whatever? So, yeah, I um, I have my best friend. Uh-huh. She, I mean, I was looking for like maybe an agent or someone, but I felt like, no, I didn't want it to get too corporate. I still right. wanted it to be me. I, I didn't want brands to be like, oh, gosh, she has like a manager. And they tend to be a bit like 
scary. Right. So I actually ended up working with my best friend mm-hmm. who knows me like the back of her hand. So that made it perfect. So I could just let her do whatever she wants. So she was managing me in terms of like dealing with projects that came in, dealing with the um, contracts and then the payments. Because the problem with me is that I end up becoming friendly with the brands and then I'm so shy to like negotiate. I can't. And <laughs> yeah. I think that's a downside. I shouldn't. I should be like boss lady. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then I have her that she does that and then she just does all the you know stuff that I don't does she like have an agency do. or does, no it's it, just her just her, just her oh yeah. wow good she for her it, which is great um, but then um, I think now I'm at a point where I need a little bit more than just that and she's also like she started a family so it's been a bit like busy with her and her kids and of stuff course. so I'm actually just about signed with an agency oh wow here. okay yeah so like a talent agency and stuff just, to, just so that they can start taking care of more of the business side so then I can do all the things that I wanted to do like launch something you know do more than that because again the blog was a stepping stone for me to get into this industry and I right. want to do more like, yeah there's so much more you can do and I think that's what you kind of have to stay relevant as the year goes you can't be doing the same thing yeah you ride the wave that's great but then what's going to happen what if right. Instagram stops like Vine is dead now you know right. what yeah. happens if that dies then you have nothing so that's right. you kind of have to start building it's a very good point, actually. Yeah, like, yeah. what's your next platform? Yeah, you have what's to your next be, step? Your tentacles have to be yeah. everywhere. And like, you know, every day there's a new Instagrammer. Every day there's someone new that people want to work with, and and people get tired of seeing the same people working with the brands over and over again. So, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to stay relevant. Right. You kind of have to. It's kind of. I don't want to. I mean, the way I can compare it is like like a uh, celebrity. I don't know, an actor. You know, after a while, they're A-listers, and then suddenly, in a few years, you don't hear from them. Then they're Z-listers again. You know, so they're trying right. to reinvent. You have to try to reinvent yourself. So it's yeah. kind of the same. And yeah. I feel this whole thing is so new, though. Um, I mean, you in a sense that it hasn't been around for more than twenty years. Yeah. You know, it's all still new, and everybody's still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I think Vine, for example, was a big wake-up call for yeah. a lot of people because there were there was a lot of Viners. There were a lot of Viners that. Um, that made it big. Like, they had millions of yeah. followers. I think uh, Logan Paul. Logan Paul, that's his name. Is it Logan Paul? I don't know. What's Jack? Who is Jack? <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll Google it later. We'll Google it after. He has a brother. Anyway. Does he? <laughs> he has a dad and a Logan, mom. Logan Paul. I think it is Logan yeah, Paul. Yeah, I think it is Logan Paul. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. He, so him and a lot of people, I think, were quite big on... He might not even be on Vine. I don't know. I'm talking to... No, I think fun. he was. I think he started in Vine. I think he was on, on Vine. Yeah. But, so what I'm saying is that all these people had, were so big on Vine that when Vine... They thought they had built a career on Vine. And then suddenly Vine or Twitter announced that they're going to kill off Vine. Yeah. And then you have all these people thinking like, well, <coughs> you know, we I've made now? my livelihood from Vine. Yeah. So what's next for me? Now, a lot of people transitioned to Instagram and to YouTube yeah. successfully. But I'm sure a lot of people got dropped off and like... Yeah, but it takes a lot. Like you built, a, uh, built an audience I'm sure. on the platform. Then to move it all on the other platform, it's tough. You're going to lose a lot of people. It's going to be... It's not easy. Yeah. That's what I always say. I always say, listen, it's great that you're doing amazing on Instagram, you know, as an influencer. But like, what happens if Instagram decides to go like, you know what, we're closing down or it's not working. We're just going to, it's not yours. You don't That's own right. it, you know? So you don't have that control. They can change something like now. They've completely changed the algorithm. People are suffering, losing followers. Engagement rates are down. So you I know, wonder you- why that is, though. I mean, I wonder why they, like, I work in digital media. So 
I, I kind of understand why they have to optimize these algorithms and they have to like sort of make the experience more uh, wholesome. Experience. Well, it's all about money. Do you think so? <laughs> yeah. But how, oh, is it because of like Because now it's all about promoting. And mm. at the end of the day, everything is about making money. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Right. It's always about making money. So they need to find ways where they can, because their income, their money comes from advertising, mm. right? So they need to find a way where they can push people to advertise more than just And brand. show up on the main Yeah, so for example, if mm. you're a business account, you have to start promoting. Otherwise, people won't be seeing your... I mean, there's so many times that I remove my account as a business because no one sees it. Really? Yeah, I get people like, oh, did you stop? I'm like, no, like I'm here. But because they want you to push to promote your, your, uh, your posts... Uh, people don't see it. And then once you go back to personal, oh, it's a personal account. It's not a business account. So people were like, oh, hey, you're back. I'm like, no, dude, I've been here. Like, Wow, really? Yeah. That's so interesting. So you have to be, it's all about making money and it's about whoever, and like if you have a really big following, then you people tend to engage with you a bit more because you have so many more people following you and then you show up a bit more. It's just, it's all very business. like. And how do you find uh, Twitter? I know you're quite active yeah. on Twitter as it's well. It's so funny. I know everyone says this, but Instagram is like, oh, look at my perfect life. And then Twitter is like, shit, my life sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, actually, it makes a lot of yeah, sense. You're yeah. right. <laughs> so I think that's how I also do it as well, where Instagram is great, but then I bitch about my whole life <laughs> right. on Twitter. And it's a bit more real. But I think here... It's still a bit, because it's not as visual, uh-huh. it's still a bit slow. Not everyone is on Twitter, which is a shame, because right. that place is fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Twitter. I mean, for me, uh, it's my favorite social is platform. Is it weird that you get all your news there? Like, about got, the thing happened yesterday at Oxford Street, yeah. like, I found out about it on Twitter more. Everything. I, I think the first social platform I check in the morning is Twitter. Like, that's yeah. not Instagram, not Facebook. Not to say that I don't... I love Facebook for its, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> me as a person who's trying to do this thing. Yeah. Uh, I love Facebook because the video platform there yeah. is great, and I'm putting stuff out there on Facebook, and it's doing quite well. Yeah, it's being picked up. Much uh, Facebook is much better with video now, and it's easy to share as well. So yeah. pe- people can view something. I had um, Samir Hamadi, the the founder of Serio Arcade, mm-hmm. um, just before. A couple of weeks ago. Okay. So uh, his talk was so interesting. Like he was just talking about, you know, how to start a club in Dubai and the clubbing scene and whatever. Now, I'm not a big clubber. Yeah. When I say not a big clubber, I don't club (laughs) at all. But uh, but it was so interesting because, like, I live in Dubai and I know that there's a there's a healthy scene there. And it's so interesting for him to talk about that stuff. Uh, But putting that video on Facebook uh, was really beneficial because first of all it went to the right audience mm. a lot of people knew what stereo arcade was um, a lot of people were interested to know how that thing works and how you do open a business here yeah. uh, in terms of the nightlife aspect of it which not a lot of people talk about they yeah. talk about other entrepreneurial stuff but of not course. really the nightlife stuff yeah. so that was really interesting i think that's where facebook really helps yeah. um, finds the right audience for you shareability is quite high um, you know commenting and so that sort of but stuff but you know what it is as well is that because you're you're teaching people something by interviewing people that you know that are talking about their how they got to where they are so I think that's what also makes people successful online is that if you're actually teaching and people can take away something right, giving from some you, kind of value yeah and yeah. I think those are the ones that do really well so yeah. that's why I think your podcast as well is I hope so I hope it picks yeah. up you I know so. no, um, it's doing well I it's mean, doing alright yeah, it's having doing... a lot of guests I mean you have me now yeah well there you go I made it <laughs> I've peaked that's it it's just downhill <laughs> from here <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I mean, uh, what I'm saying is that so you got that for Facebook, and Instagram is good to. I mean, my Instagram is just my own personal Instagram. Yeah. So, you well, know, you know, it depends on how you want to go about Instagram. If you want to keep it pers- personal, you keep it personal. But if you really do want to turn it into business, you can. You just have to figure out what. It I is guess so. Yeah, because I don't want to change it to Basil Meats. I just want it to be just me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just me. You can so, always start another account. I guess. I guess. Like, it just seems like a lot of work. <laughs> you know, like I have to do it all over again. I'm kind of enjoying this because I'm just talking, and it's yeah. like after this, I'll go home, yeah. edit, and upload. It's, t- it's like I enjoyed that, but just yeah. starting a whole Instagram. Anyway. But Instagram is good in that sense, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people succeed so much on Instagram yeah. because it's visual, it's a window into somebody else's like passion and, and, and interests and so yeah. on. So that's good. But and the, also it's very user-friendly. You it's very user-friendly as well. Yeah. yeah it's, so that's it's why people love it because it's just so easy to scroll, to meet, to find people, whatever. So I think Absolutely. It's... it's it's very user friendly. Yeah. I'm not on Snapchat. Well, I was on Snapchat, but then I was I was like, I'm not so sure about this. I think after um, Instagram introduced the Instagram stories, yeah. they kind of like the novelty of Snapchat for me kind of wore off. And I stopped. I'm the same. I'm the same. I stopped. And even though I get brands telling me no because Saudi Arabia. True, though. Yeah. I mean, Snapchat. yeah. Honestly, 100%. Snapchat yeah. is still but big in Saudi. With so Snapchat is that it's really, sorry to cut you. No, no, it's please. really tough to um it's really tough to measure if you're trying to do it as a business it's really tough to measure the who's following True. you uh, you can get a lot of weird people because you don't know who you you don't know who the person is until you actually follow them to see because it's just a username so in that sense it's a bit creepy mm, yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah i'm i I'm not. I think it's. For, I'm going to keep that for the younger generation. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're 21, so I don't know how much oh, yeah, younger. I forgot about that. Shit. Yeah, 21. <laughs> but uh, so Snapchat for me is that I like the filters. To be honest, yeah, that's. I have fun with those. Um, and then you got Twitter. So for me, Twitter is my favorite because uh, it's just I learned so much on Twitter. Yeah. You know, it's 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 my it's the place I get my news. If something's unraveling or happening around the world, yeah. the first thing I do is, as I'm watching TV, I look at Twitter. <laughs> so I see what people true. are saying, you know. Uh, it's that second screen experience that no other social platform has yeah. mastered yet. I think Twitter has that quite well. And uh, I've, I've met a lot of people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's just a shit ton of people I met on Twitter, which is, which is really cool. Because you meet the coolest people on Twitter. Now, I'm not saying go out there and meet strangers or anything like that. That's no, not my message. But you see the real side of them. Because people are really vocal on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Didn't the whole um, Arab uh, Spring happen on Twitter? Yeah, like a lot of that stuff happened yeah, and raveled on, on Twitter and Facebook and whatever. Well, even like my meeting Metallica thing that happened uh, in 2011. Yeah, I remember that. That all happened on Twitter, you know. So that, all these things are like that's why I love Twitter. There's a there's a little you know love relationship between me and Twitter. Uh, but I don't know if I love the 280 character thing that they just added. You know, I'm not a big I don't fan like of that. It that much. I don't know why it's getting so much hate. You know why? If, in my perspective, it's because it. I was so used for like the past. Yeah. 10 years it's out of comfort zone and it's just I guess so I think yeah. it's the comfort zone I, I just scroll and it's it's just like sound bites you yeah. know what I mean like bam 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 it's just easy to read easy to scroll through but now I have to like read through a paragraph yeah. you know and not through which we're I, so lazy we uh, I, know, I know it's like extra two sentences you want me to read through two more sentences <laughs> are you crazy yeah. yeah that's a lot of my time yeah. but I think I see why they did it so a lot of people you know I, I could tweet something 
and it's not really a reflection of who I am, right? It's just um, I'm just saying that um, you know uh, something in one forty one yeah one forty yeah, characters. And I'm just putting it out there, but that's not flushing out my idea no, it's or whatever. Just what like I'm a saying. little snippet. Of and then people are going to judge me based on that. Yeah. But now Twitter has given me the opportunity to maybe flush out the idea a little bit yeah. further, you know, which I think is a good thing from that yeah. from that aspect. I mean, it's good. It is a little bit more reading, right? And it looks a bit a little bit different on the on your screen, but right. I think it's good. I just wish there was an edit button because. Yes, Twitter. We need edit an edit button. button. <laughs> I think yeah. they know. I don't know why they're not doing that though. Like it's. I think I guess again they want it to be real. You think even if Kim Kardashian, which she, I think she has asked for an edit button. Get on it, Twitter. You know, I mean, Kim has asked. If Kim asked for it. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I think maybe there's a reason why they don't do it. I'm sure there's something. I'm sure there's something yeah. there. Must be something. Yeah, but I love this whole thing that started where there's like a thread. And people just start, you, know, yeah. you have to read this thread, and like people tell their stories through a thread. Right, that's really I enjoy funny. those. Yeah, I'm really not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> I, really enjoy I want those. to make one, but I just can't think of anything exciting. Yeah, I'm sure you'll come up with something. <laughs> I'm pretty awesome sure. <laughs> uh, please, yeah, share that with me. Um, but yeah, so so you're saying okay, so I want to go back to the competitiveness. Yeah. You know, you're saying there's a whole lot of podcasts there, yeah. but I mean, it's just very interesting that. Um, you're saying about that. So do you find it more in certain fields than others? So for example, for you, fashion and beauty, is that like where it's like, you know, yeah, I mean, I can't that's my really territory, don't come. Yeah, I can't really speak about any other industry because I'm not familiar. Although I do, I did have a glimpse of the wedding industry because I'm getting married soon. And uh-huh. They're so lovely. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> they're so lovely. Like everyone's so supportive and they help each other. And these are like women or like men or just people that work with huge budgets, you know, like right. I'm talking millions. So for them to be so, um, so, you know, happy to share all their um, ideas and contacts and stuff with each other is amazing and it's such a shame that, that I don't see that happening yeah. I mean from my experience it was good at first but it's become very clicky as well very mean girls really yeah damn this is so interesting yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a shame but I guess with every industry there's always that competitiveness and yeah do you think there's a lot I mean um, when you look at the fashion industry are you like do you feel like you're involved in the industry or are you still as a blogger on the outskirts like you know, we used to be back then when people didn't know what bloggers were. Uh-huh. Like, oh, who are these people? Especially journalists didn't like them at all. And I still think journalists don't like bloggers. Okay. But um, I think you were in it. Well, a you're a threat wrong. to them. A little bit, yeah, which we shouldn't be because we're giving a different point of view than a journalist is. And remember, a journalist has that education background. They have, it's very different. You know, there are two different ways of saying a story, which is. It's normal. Everyone has that, you know? Right. Um, Well, maybe they view um, content creators or influencers as advertising tools, whereas they see Yeah, but you see, you have to understand that journalists are being paid by the magazines, right? Oh, to cover the event. Or or in general, Mm. as, you know, as income. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they're employed by a magazine. That's so true. And they do their job. The magazine pays them every month, and uh, they're not allowed to talk about certain things. Right. Because I was also, I joined the Vogue team when they launched in Dubai, so I also have some experience in the journalism side as well. Right. Um, And you're supposed to really involve your advertisers within your columns and everything like that. Um, So they get paid as a monthly salary through the magazine but bloggers ah, okay. don't you know we're not hired by there's, there isn't someone that's paying us a monthly income so we're making our money in a different way and I think that's what confused people Right. but a journalist isn't getting paid to talk about this like no you are getting paid it's your job you know and this is our job and we're getting paid in a different way so it's you just have to people are not very open about discovering different things you, know? yeah. you have to be because 
again, we're all trying to make a living. We're all trying to pay our bills, put food on the tables. Yeah. So you're so you you still feel that you're kind of like at the outskirts. You haven't penetrated that world. No. We are at this point. I think now um, we are like we like the press trips that I do. It's me and and editors as well. So it's it's a blog. They like choose. I don't know, maybe two or three bloggers and then two or three press. So we're kind of all in it together because again, we have a different point of view of everything that we do and a different voice. Right. So I think you know. And do you feel like the friendliness of? You know uh, the people around you in the industry, not out, like not the bloggers or anything. But is it like I I would feel it's very? How do I say this? It's it's very um, intimidating, Mm. you know, to be in that world. In fashion, generally, it's intimidating. The whole industry. Everyone looks good. The whole industry (laughs) is like it's a bit fickle in a sense. So. Everyone's like this. Sorry, my lip is really dry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I want to get much. you water, but I, I, I don't have any water. It's all right. It's all right. I have to put my lip balm on. Oh, such a blogger thing. Yeah. To say, <laughs> you guys are saying the first hand <laughs> blogger. Um, yeah. yeah, so the industry is so fickle itself. So, um, And it's that's why it's so competitive. And I think that's the problem. And, and it's just, it, I don't want to badmouth it because there's so many lovely people that are there, but. Again, with every industry, there's always someone that ruins it. Right, right. Now, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure it's gonna be a very like it's a very intimidating industry. There is there's so many, you know, there's so much competitiveness between yeah. people, and then who gets the the first seat, who gets the seat at the table, who gets yeah. you know like yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm sure it's like I get anxiety just thinking about it. Yeah. You know, like it's, just, it's um, yeah. I mean, my mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. All right. Wow. That's, uh, that's a good one. Drop the mic right here. <laughs> and I can just be like, yep, that's what's up. Yeah. Um, but, well, you know, what's what's the next, uh, you know, what's the next thing yeah. for you? Like, what's, so now you, I see you're, you're, you're putting your effort in vlogging as well. Yeah. And you're putting some efforts still on social media. I mean, on uh, Instagram, but like, where do you see this going? I mean, okay. not just for you, but the industry in general, in terms of content creators and so on. Um, well, let's okay, start, well, with, let you start with you first. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a whole thing. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I started YouTube finally. It's not just going to be vlogging. I'm going to be doing, you know, videos, sit down videos and stuff like that. So that's a whole other thing that I'm working on. Um, I'm still going to continue doing the Instagram thing because it's still, there's still a little bit of fun in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I won't lie. And, you know, I'm you, sure, yeah. you have to, it's still there. So you just have to keep going. Also, it's your bread and butter, right? Yeah. It's I your... mean, yeah. And I still have the blog as well. Again, it'll be in January, it'll be nine years since I started. So wow. I feel like one of the like vet, veteran uh, bloggers. So, yeah. you know, it's good. We're coming back, you know, we're, we're and, still And do you it. see like a lot of uh, traffic coming into the blog as well? Yeah. So that's what we do. So what I do is that I use social media to kind of drive traffic to the blog. Gotcha. Okay. So the funny thing is it's the region. They don't want to read websites anymore. They just right. want to stick to anything that they can do on their phones, and that's mainly apps, right. social media. I think it's a global thing, to be honest with you. I think a lot of um, I think a lot of people just stopped going to websites and just consume yeah, what's but, ever presented to them on social media. Yeah, but I think still, like in the UK and the US, they still very much read blogs. I right. mean, from what I've seen and the hits that I get. Okay. Um, also, it's funny because here they don't tend to comment much on what you do unless it's a hate comment right okay you know people like to give out their opinions yeah but then you know towards the west and stuff they're still very happy to like support and stuff like that right right but anyway yeah so I'm still gonna be doing that I'm gonna be launching something really soon okay 
which Ooh. again has been in the works for like years. Uh-huh. I think it's just I have anxiety, so I <laughs> I always I'm, and I'm a bit of a perfectionist in a way where if something doesn't look right, I just scrap it. I'm like, no, I have to do it properly, and I okay. think I just need to put my foot down and just get it out. Right. So I'll be launching something soon. Again, that's something that will kind of another stepping stone away from this if it ever dies down. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you will be announcing that when? Soon. Okay. I'm not going to give a date because right. I have kept giving <laughs> dates. It just never came. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's okay. Soon, yeah. Okay, excellent. So that's that's where you're headed. That's what's yeah. your... Okay, cool. And in terms of industry, do you think that's we have a everlasting sort of social media industry that's going to... I think it's going to be here for a while. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, everyone goes like, oh, it's going to die down soon or the influencer thing is going to, you know, die. And I think I, so. I don't think so. I think there's still... I think it's still quite... still there, especially in the Middle East. You know, we're always a little bit slower than the rest of the world. Right. So, uh, I think it's still going to be here for the next few years. No, I think so. I think it's a whole new media movement. Yeah. And now that we have people have the opportunity to express themselves yeah. in ways they couldn't like five years ago or 10 years ago yeah you know this whole thing is still new and yeah. i think we're all trying to figure it out and see how it's going to move forward mm-hmm. um i don't think it's going anywhere i think okay. this is the new normal um i think people like you uh who have found their niche and found their passion mm-hmm. And grown that passion, I think that's just what we're going to be seeing more and more. And I think that's what people gravitate towards to more yeah. individuals, people. Like I follow not just you, but I follow like your personality and I follow like what you do and your passion yeah. and so on. So I think that's where people are. Yeah, think, I think are, so. Yeah. No, I think it's still going to be there again because people are very curious, very nosy. Right. Social media is like. You're peeping through a window that's really closer than where we were before. Yeah. So before you were by the road, now by you're by the window, you know, so you can see much more. And I think that's what people love. Yeah. And that's why also vlogging does well, because it's like a, you're like a fly on the wall and people just want to, that's why celebrities, everyone wants to know who they're going out with, what they did, what they're wearing, what's happening. So I think that's what social media kind of in a not so creepy way. Right. Is. Do you do you have any upcoming trips coming up? Um. <clears throat> right now, no, because it's almost the end of the year. Christmas coming up, so it's a bit quiet. Right. Uh, I just got back from London. I was in London after Italy, so okay. trying to get back into work. Um, I might be traveling just for wedding stuff. Really boring. You don't want to know. But, um, so far, Your wedding stuff? Yeah, my okay. wedding stuff. Are you getting married here or in London? No, no not here. Oh. Not in London. Not in London? No. Is trying it? to figure it out where. Oh, you're still yeah. trying to figure it out. Okay. okay. <laughs> We've been taking our time, but yeah, we're doing... I mean, it's time to start... Okay, and when are you getting married? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're really trying to figure yeah, it out. Okay. So, I mean, it's it, we're both very busy, and you know, because it's a destination wedding, it takes a lot of time. I understand to that. Yeah, this place and stuff. So. Completely. Yeah. We had a destination wedding, but I mean, it's much easier uh, because it was. I mean, I'm from Jordan, and yeah. I just was like, all right, fine, we'll just do it in yeah. Jordan, and, and that was it. I mean, not really a destination wedding, I guess. Uh, a lot for a lot of our guests, it was. Yeah, it was a lot of our guests. It was. Yeah. Like, we were excited to come to Jordan and yeah. and see the Dead Sea and like all that kind of stuff. So yeah. it's really cool. Honestly, it's really cool to have a destination yeah. wedding. I mean, I think it's because I want something small. If I have it here, my family will just make it into some big circus. And my family so. did that in Jordan. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're gonna get your uncle. Who you haven't seen in yeah. 20 years? You probably met him once. Yeah, not sure <laughs> if you met him. Yeah, but yeah, we're inviting him, and he's gonna come. He's the life of the party. Yeah. You're gonna love him. 
so it ended up we ended up having about mm, 300 something oh, no that's like yeah yeah my, my brother's wedding there were about 700 and it was just women. oh ours was a opening band basically <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your brother so was the I headliner was like, I'm, like, I'm not doing that i'm not yeah no it's, it's a lot i think it's a lot it's expensive and it's yeah, like it's i just, just wanted to be just like close friends close family people that actually want to be there and making it a destination wedding it will like awesome. The nice people will come. Any like any uh, areas you've loved that well, you feel because, like? Well, uh, we're kind of thinking somewhere in between where we're both from, so somewhere between Dubai and somewhere between the UK. So it would be I was thinking Eastern Europe because it's not somewhere people really go much. So maybe Eastern Montenegro Europe. or wow Georgia or something like that. That's so interesting. Yeah, something different. Yeah, like this Georgia. That's a lot of people are going to Georgia. Yeah, so that's uh, slowly getting there. And yeah. I don't know why I thought you were going to get married in Bali. I don't know why I thought that. No. I feel Why? like I, I saw you tweet that once. I was, no, I was at my friend's wedding in Bali oh. in the summer, and it was beautiful. And I was like, I joked. I'm like, can you keep all this stuff for like a couple more months for my wedding? <laughs> but no, it's too far away. Bali is, uh, we went for a honeymoon to Bali. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, it was the first time I go to the East. Really? I'm so ashamed to say that. Yeah. No, honestly, it was my first time uh, to go to the East when I first went to Bali. Yeah. And I felt like I discovered a whole new part of the world that I have not seen before. Yeah. So since then, we've been to Thailand. We've been to Hong Kong. I was just in uh, Taipei a few weeks ago. So yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, I really want to start venturing. It's interesting. There's a whole other culture. Yeah. I think every part of the world has something interesting. Yeah. Um, That being obviously the culture and just the the, food. The food. Not so sure. Not too bad. In Hong Kong, it's uh, well. Hong Kong is okay, actually. Taipei for me was a little bit off the charts. Yeah, but it's interesting to see it's how interesting different to, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, no way, that's not it. And then you go and you're oh, my God, yeah, that's what they eat. So. I, I, I struggled a little bit my first couple of days in Taipei. I was I was struggling to oh, see, like, what to, well, that's the thing. McDonald's <laughs> to the rescue. You know, that's, I that's ended, what my dad used to do when he traveled to East. He yeah. Like, we ended up being like at TGI Fridays because we couldn't eat anything else. That's, I mean, I tried, but then I didn't know what exactly I was eating and... Yeah, I didn't know if this place is a place that the people from the country actually trusted or not. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, like, I don't know any of this stuff. I'm trying to go on TripAdvisor and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. That's why you should follow travel bloggers. Yes. Good plug. Yeah. Good plug. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'll tell you where to go and what to do. They've already done all the dirty work. Right. They ate all the weird stuff. And stuff. I heard there's a new vlog in town called Just Later. Oh, my God. It's really I've good. I heard she's... Amazing. <laughs> I heard, I heard that too. But you might have to be able to take your time because you know she just started. She just started, but you know, get on that game yeah. quite early. Yeah. Because she's responding to comments exactly. now. <laughs> so, exactly. so there you go. Well, on that note, I think we just uh, hit the one hour mark. Perfect. How did you feel? It was amazing. I mean, I'm sure we could have talked a lot, I'm, a lot, a lot. I have so much more to say. <laughs> well, we can go on for another hour. <laughs> no, but I think we, we hit all the, the targets. So yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming. I know you're busy, and I know you've traveled all the time, and I know, you know. You make me sound so much cooler than you, I am, so thanks. Well, well, it's good for the podcast, too, because you know, he's getting a lot of very important people. to the, You know, um, but yeah, no, thank you so much. No, I really you. enjoyed this, because it was too. very different from well, anytime my previous you anything just holler because next time i'm talking to a metal head so oh, amazing. yeah uh, be very different from this conversation uh, it reminds me of my teenage years so I'll oh really were that. you into rock and roll yeah back in the day what yeah tell me a little bit about that we need a whole other podcast <laughs> <for that. laughs> 
Metallica. Um, yeah, like a perfect circle, stuff like that, yeah. I think it just became like 10 times cooler. I know, I tried. In my that, yeah. vision <laughs> right now. <You> know? yeah, <laughs> perfect circles are really cool. Yeah. I thought you were going to go say Good Charlotte or something, no, but then no, you hit me with a perfect stuff, circle. No, perfect circle, tool, all that stuff. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And the end. <laughs> Damn, that's like, like, ended on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs>